This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, if you're a huge golf fan, then this is the episode for you. The Dakota Tour is just getting underway here in the state of South Dakota. The professional golfers also play in North Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. I'm being joined by three of those golfers today. We have Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, and Brady Calkins talking about their golf journey, life on the Dakotas Tour, and what their main goal and dream is. If you like to keep up with the guys and follow along with the tour, you can always visit dakotastour.com. That's dakotastour.com. They love having an audience, and they love having the support of a city like Sioux Falls and throughout the state of South Dakota. That's all coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus. They grow more distant from their friends and stop doing their schoolwork. They become rebellious and argue with their brothers, sisters, and parents. They're angry, and they lash out, sneak out, and just zone out. It's hard being a teen today. If your 12 to 17-year-old boy or girl is struggling and you don't know what to do next, call Hope Harbor. Learn more at HopeHarborMN.org. I really didn't know what to do. I was scared. That's HopeHarborMN.org. Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. We actually have kind of an interesting We'll call it a sports talk show here for this Sunday Focus episode. The Dakotas Tour just getting underway. More competitions here in Sioux Falls. I'm being joined by three of the professional golfers of the Dakotas Tour. I have Chris Gilman and John Yoshihiro in the studio. Brady Calkins, he is on the phone line with us. So, guys, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for having us. Well, this is, it's very unique. We're bringing you a story all about golf, specifically pro golfers that come to South Dakota for the sport alone. So let's start at the top. Brady, since you're over the phone, let's start with you first. Tell us about where you're from, how long you've been participating in the Dakotas Tour, and how your golf journey and career began. I'm from Chehalis, Washington, and... I found out about the Dakotas tour, I think actually through Chris, back in like 2017, and um, yeah, we just, he taught turn about the purses and all the events, and so I figured why not give it a shot and go out there and see what happens. Um, it's, a, it's an awesome tour. It's fun to play out there. Absolutely. Now, when did you start golfing, Brady? Uh, I was a baseball player as a kid, and growing up all the way until I was 20, and the baseball swing and, I, and the golf swing, I think, are very similar. So, And we also moved to a golf course when I was a kid. So, we, I mean, I, I started going to the driving range and everything and kind of had a knack for it and just kept it rolling. Okay. Chris or John, you guys can go next. How long have you been participating in the Dakotas Tour? Where are you from? And kind of give us a rundown of your golf journey. I am from Yorba Linda, California. And I think my first Dakotas event was in 2020. I played two or three events then, and I played four last year, and I'm doing a little bit more of the full run this year. And I um, started golfing when I was like nine or ten, but didn't really play any serious competitive golf until like my junior year of college. High school and college, I was just cycling, playing basketball, baseball, pretty much everything but golf. And uh, 
once I got hurt doing all of that, I finally picked up the clubs again and started doing some uh, local amateur events in SoCal. Okay, Chris? I grew up playing <laughs> soccer and baseball, so I got to about 14 when I realized, kind of like Brady, I had a knack for it, one, and two, uh, the practice and work aspect of it never seemed like it, it was one, I mean, it, it was always hard, but I liked the challenge of it, but I really liked to do all the practice, and I was getting worse at baseball and just didn't want to work anymore for soccer, didn't want to do the running, so I uh, wanted to be uh, sort of my, hey, own, my own boss. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> B. And, uh, and here we are. Uh, we definitely made the right choice. How long have you been participating and where are you from? I'm from Yorba Linda, California as well. And funny enough, no, I did not drag John out here. It was on his own accord. <laughs> and uh, uh, we really got to be friends the last four or five years. Uh, there's a bit of an, of an age gap there, uh, but we, we've got to be uh, pretty tight the last couple of years uh, just through other people and just realizing that, uh, hey, this guy's pretty darn cool, so let's hang out. Now, Brady, I know you kind of heard about the Dakotas tour through Chris, but how did it, Chris, since you kind of started the ball rolling here for everybody, how did you find out about it? I found out about it through a friend of mine named Jamie Estrada from Southern California, and he no longer plays, but uh, he got a start late in life in golf. He actually played professional baseball overseas and got into golf and a friend of his staked him to play a bunch of events in like 2012 and won the like the first two events he played out here and uh he kept coming here for several years in a row said i had to i had to come and i did a little in 13 a little bit in 2016 and then this is five years in a row 20 18 to 2022. Um, one of the guys at the course I was uh, practicing at back home uh, came out here and he was just talking about the purses and the events and how fun they were and how good the guys were out here. So um, I just thought I'd give it a try and come on out. He really enjoyed himself. So Yeah, the Dakotas Tour, it's a really unique experience and opportunity for pro golfers across the country, if you think about it. The tour spans between North and South Dakota, Iowa and Minnesota during the summer. So someone tell me what the Dakota Tour is about for anyone who isn't familiar with it. Honestly, I, I don't know how long it's been going on. I think it's around 40 years of... Uh, but it's just a series of different tournaments in those four states that you mentioned. Uh, previously, they've gone to Wyoming. They used to do a couple events in Nebraska, I know, back in the day. And it's, it's like a series of independent professional mini-tour events uh, that are pro-ams. And that's half the reason that we enjoy coming out here, because we get to meet a lot of great people uh, who are playing on the amateur side of, the, of these professional events. And on top of that, we make a lot of great relationships. I know all three of us have made lifelong friendships and, and contacts out here. Um, and it's for what you pay to get in and uh, what your expenses are for the summer, you can't beat it. It's just the best value ever. And I really shouldn't be mentioning this uh, uh, to the entire world because I don't... Uh, I think the three of us want to keep all the money out here this summer, but it is, it is, it is that good.
I want to add on to what Gilly said real quick. A, a, another huge part of the Dakotas that makes it so nice is the host housing. Uh, we get hosts at every, like almost every event, and it is incredible how welcoming they are into their home to complete strangers. So it's, I think that's also something that is very attractive to about the tour because, I mean, these people, the Midwesterns, you, you guys, we, we all know now that the best people I've ever met in my life live out here. A hundred percent. Agreed. Midwest hospitality, it's a real thing. Absolutely. And that actually brings up a good point because I was going to say it's stressful between traveling, going to different courses, and, you know, you spend a lot of time in hotels and in host housing. So that's definitely good to hear. If you guys are just listening right now, Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, and Brady Calkins, they are joining me to talk all about the Dakotas tour that is happening this summer. So, again, let's just kind of go through the grind of this tournament, going through it every single week. You know, practice a lot. There is, but there isn't. So if you got, I mean, it's a great tour if you come in high and your game's good. You can really stack up the cash. And the, the, the grind is, it's, it's fun out here. Yeah, I, I agree to that. Uh, and, and it's something that I actually spoke with uh, Christine the other night is that if you're if you're playing well the whole time, uh, uh, there isn't a whole lot of time to dedicate to practice it's, it's a whole lot of playing and so you have to be on for the entire 11 weeks we're out here and if if you are uh, you're gonna you're gonna do uh, extremely well the whole summer and so we're just trying we're trying to peak for the summer uh, we'll allude to uh, another event that Brady played in earlier this summer uh, that he sort of peaked to get into but talk about peaking <laughs> it's well worth it i you just you know this is the part of the year where we uh make the most money usually so you have you have to be playing well at this time so i think we all prepare for it in the in the winter and the spring months anyway so i think we're all playing nearly our best right now it, uh, it also leads right into Q school We'll definitely get more into, you know, what's after the Dakotas tour. But, John, let's go to you. For a typical golf tourney weekend, what's kind of your routine during that time? How do you stay focused and block those distractions? Uh, you know, usually just hanging out at the course. You know, do, we usually do our practice. We get, we get a game in with all the guys. And then usually just a couple jack and diets, a few games of darts, and off to bed. <laughs> Love it. I love it. Brady, is your routine similar? Uh, I, I keep it clean. You know, I, I don't do I don't do much. <laughs> no, we all we all we got so many friends out here. That it's hard to have a bad time, you know. Absolutely, Chris. Hundred percent. It's impossible to have a bad time out here. Uh, it's it's not only it's like you're playing golf with. Uh, at least 20 of your really good, if not best friends. It's a family. It's honestly a family. It's a family. And uh, Brady doesn't live in California anymore, but he lived in California for quite a long time. And there were a couple of years when he first started out here that we had a contingent of like 20 guys that all made the trip from California uh, to play the whole summer. Oh, it was the 
for NAP, and that was the best summer ever. And it really was. And, uh, like, we all le legitimately loved being with each other. And I think that's it's really hard to find in, in any any sport, any any sort of field. So we feel lucky there. And uh, it, it's this great thing of compartmentalizing. But if, if we're not going to win, we're always – we're always going. Hey, good for you. You beat us this week. Good, good job. Hey, hundred percent. You know, let's uh, uh, let's go get a burger. Let's go get a beer, and we'll we'll do it all again next week. Well, that's the beauty of the events being so close together, too. Is they're better crack it. If you if you play that, or you know, make a big number on a hole, or, or or anything like that, you got. I mean, two days, and then you get to do it again and, and redeem yourself. He, he's absolutely right. Uh, I think that's that's the perfect answer. We uh, uh, we all know we we have our own routines uh, of how to prepare for a tournament, and uh, lucky for the three of us, we've played all of these golf courses already at least at least three or four times. Some of us twenty, some of these twenty times. So it's not like we need to. Uh, be extremely detailed when we do our practice rounds. It allows us to, I think, play looser, uh, play with, uh, you know, more abandon and uh, try to make more birdies and eagles. Uh, I know that if I'm, if I need to to work on something, I'll go spend a couple hours doing it. But uh, there's the there's the fatigue factor as well. Uh, I like I like uh, my relaxing time. And uh, especially on the, on the off days, we're doing a little bit of relaxing, uh, getting ready for the next event. Um, but when it's when it's tournament time, it's uh, it's all it's all business. And uh, when we're not, uh, we need that time to switch off. So it's just it's just about splitting the, uh, those things up and making sure that you're you're doing enough to recover because uh, you know it's serious business. It's our it's our job. Absolutely. So since you guys are all from different states, what do you like about Sioux Falls? You know, not everybody is willing to say, yes, I'm going to go play in North Dakota or South Dakota for the summer. So what draws you to the city or to the state and what keeps you coming back? John, I'll start with you since you kind of recently started with the tour. Um, yeah, so I had no idea what I was getting into coming out here. So I was kind of coming in blind. Uh, Chris talked really highly of it. Several other of my buddies, you know, said it was a great time. Um, the golf, all the golf out here is really good. I was really impressed with a lot of the courses. Um, just the quality of, like, the greens and fairways out here, just, I'd say, just end-to-end -end a lot better than public courses where we're from. So just, you know, some of these courses are, like, $35 with the cart to go play, and they're better than our, you know, $100 courses back home. So that was, that was really cool to come out here and see how, how good the courses can be. Well, back in 2018, when I made the decision to come out here, I remember driving through, uh, I think I was getting kind of close to, I was driving from Washington, and I was kind of like around Billings in Montana, and I was just looking around like, where, what am I doing? There is nothing out here where, I don't even know where I'm going. And then, you know, you kind of roll in and, Sioux Falls is a beautiful town, and I didn't know what to expect at all uh, about any of the places that I was going to go because, one, yeah, South Dakota, North Dakota, that's not really the most appealing sounding states, you know, so 
when I got out here, I was very pleasant. You know, the people out here are so nice, and they're willing to help you. I, I just, I really enjoy being in the Midwest. Yeah, I agree. The, the amateurs at the tournaments and the hosts uh, that take us in, they get really gassed up for the event. That's a big week for them. It's a big week for us. So, like, you know, they kind of match our energy and vice versa. So it's really cool to have the community, you know, that's at the course be just excited as we are that we're coming in and then the hosts that take us in, you know, treat us like they've known us forever and, you know, they'll meet us for one day and, you know, you just kind of feel part of their family for the week and it's really cool. Absolutely. So I'm, welcoming. So welcoming. It's <laughs> we keep going back to it. I, it's just, there's, it really is true. Uh, the Midwest hospitality is, is second to none. Like John said, matching that energy uh, for the event uh, so the events that we have coming up, we get so excited about. Uh, a, like uh, July and August are, are pretty darn special, and, and so are June. So is June, to be fair. But uh, July and August has some really special things coming up, and everybody gets excited for it. Absolutely. If you are just listening, I'm being joined in the studio by Chris Gilman and John Yoshihiro. Brady Calkins, he's on the phone. They are professional golfers talking about the Dakotas Tour. This could be the hardest question that you guys have. Your favorite restaurant, bar, or activity here in Sioux Falls? Brady, I'll start with you. Wow. Wow. I don't even know how to answer that. Well, my favorite city is definitely Yankton. It's definitely Yankton. Why do you say Yankton? I had a pretty good track record out there, so I kind of fill my wallet when I go to you, so I like being there. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> Chris, what's your favorite bar, restaurant, activity, maybe? Always love going to Falls Park. Uh, always love checking out all the different uh, bars and restaurants. Uh, I'm always partial to a good pint of Guinness, so Chef Lance is- Frying pan. Chef Lance's best restaurant in Sioux Falls. Right there. You heard, you heard it from me. I really like Lux. Yeah. They got, they got some good barbecue. I haven't had anything bad from there. Their wings are electric. Pizza's great. Sandwiches have always been good. Awesome. I've eaten there probably like 80% of the time when I've been out here. Oh, there you go. Brady, I'm going to give this one to you again. Favorite tournament okay. on the tour? I mean, I... I... Honestly, I thought this would be the easier one for you guys. Uh, we know what you're going to say, Brady. Oh, yeah, I'd say Hillcrest. That'd be my, my favorite event. I'm going to probably go with Hillcrest, too. I, I had a good year there last year. Uh, the people there are super cool. They get really fired up for the, the pro-am. Everyone there was really cool. They get kind of rowdy out there after. Hang out on the patio. It's not just a fun atmosphere. Uh Tournament-wise, definitely Hillcrest, but as far as, you know, maybe extracurriculars, you got to go Pro-Am Jam. You can't really beat the uh, the concert after. <laughs> yeah. we, we knew that's what you were thinking, Brady, and where you were torn there, so no worries. Well, we got you covered because uh, I've got the same answers, John. I think there's something something special about the way the community rallies around, around the Hillcrest event. Uh, you feel like you're at home the entire week and it is an entire week essentially of us being there and uh and then just you know, six, six uh tournament days yeah yeah of the week. exactly it it, monday sunday and you're playing six out of the seven days is 
tournament days. Yeah, six uh, six out of seven days is is pretty uh, pretty in your face there. And then uh, just a few days later, Pro MGM starts in Sioux Falls at the Country Club of Sioux Falls. You got two concerts on Friday and Saturday. Uh, everybody gets super amped for that. So I mean, it's it's really it's hard to beat those back to back weeks. Absolutely. Now, once the Dakotas tour wraps up for the season, you know, what's next? Where do you guys go from here? We kind of alluded to this already. So, Brady, since you talked about it, Q School, that's where most of you guys kind of go after that and start your journey towards Q School. So, why don't, Brady, why don't you explain Q School for anyone that isn't really familiar with that process? So, Q School is qualified school. There's three stages. Uh, four if you've never played in it because you got to go to a pre-queue. Um, you get you got to get through first, second, third stage, and then you get your tour card. And that it leads the end of the Dakota tour. I think is uh, the 28th of August. Am I right, or is that is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so the 28th of August, and that Q school is like two, three weeks starts right after that. So it's a great chance to get your game in shape to go play. You know, bigger and more important things. This is a great time to make money, but I think we're all in agreement that this isn't where we want to be our whole lives. So we uh, we got to get our game sharp and get ready for September because that's when that's when things pick up for uh, qualifying into bigger and better events. Yes, exactly. Brady showed us a little earlier this year that you can definitely get lucky uh, at these qualifying. So you know anyone can make it. <laughs> <laughs> John throwing a little, John throwing a little shade on there. So uh, for the competition, he's he's uh he's alluding to Brady uh, playing in the U.S. Open in Boston this year. Uh, John, John and I missed by a couple shots in San Francisco, but Brady made it through in the Oregon sectional site. So we're all we're all pumped for him. We watched him on TV, and uh, even though. Uh, He'd probably rather be playing the PGA Tour right now. If, uh, if there's a secondary place to be, uh, this is this is where we want him. No, absolutely. I was going to say, so Q School, once you get that tour card, you're in the Corn Ferry Tour. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning right, about yeah, this. Yeah. Yes, yeah. still learning about that. And once you earn an, or accumulate enough points based on your rank in the tournaments, that's when you have the opportunities to go to bigger tour events in the PGA, yeah. 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 And top five from Corn Ferry Q School this year go straight to the tour. Straight to the tour, yeah. That's this year? Mm-hmm. All right, so we, all have, we all have the same goal, like I say. I mean, we all want to play on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Absolutely. Brady, you kind of got a taste of that being part of the U.S. Open. A lot of guys in your position work for this. And you, Chris, John, all went through the same thing, but but you ended up doing it. How was that for you? Um, say that again. I lost you for a sec. How was it being a part of the U.S. Open? For two oh, of the four a, days. It was a dream come true. I mean, that was, that was the coolest experience of my life by far. I, and I can't wait to have another opportunity to do it again. Were you nervous? I did, yeah. I mean, I I settled down pretty quick, but the first tee shot, I could not tell you anything about it. I don't remember it. <laughs> it was a blur, huh? I I, I I hit it. I knew I hit it good, but I I don't remember how it flew, what shape it flew, what direction it went. It was just in the fairway. 
I was walking, and I had to ask my, my caddy where, where I hit it because I, I just don't remember. <laughs> I love it. It must have been pretty awesome to be. Awesome. I mean, for sure, it must have been pretty awesome to be around some of the best golfers in the world. Oh, it, it was cool. It was cool watching, you know, like up close and personal, the top players in the world, and just kind of seeing what they do, and hit balls right next to them, and hearing the sound, and, and seeing their swing, and seeing their action. So I learned a lot too. I I, I gained a lot of a lot of information that I didn't have before and I will be much more prepared for uh, the next opportunity I have to play uh, something like that. Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, and Brady Calkins all with me talking about the Dakotas Tour. Now, besides the guys out here playing golf for the summer, they love having the community come out and support them. They've been mentioning it this this entire time. So, if anybody wants a chance to go out and cheer on these guys, come out, do it. There's a website for people to even follow, too. What is that website off the top of your head, Chris? DakotasTour.com. Uh, DakotasTour.com. And I believe, what are the events you guys have coming up? Hillcrest in, uh, in Yankton. And then Country Club of Sioux Falls in Sioux Falls. And uh, Minot, North Dakota. That's fine if y'all can't make it out there. I know it's a bit of a drive. <laughs> and then we finish the season in Fargo, North Dakota at the end of August. All right. Awesome, guys. Anything else that you would like to say? Brady. Hi, Brady. <laughs> Are you ready to get beat like a drum in like 10 minutes here in our match? I am going to absolutely make it rain on you today. <laughs> there, there is no way. Oh, the only way you're making Dude. it rain is when you, give, when you pay me out at the end of the round. Put your mom on speed dial because you're going to want to give her a call after this round. Yeah. Well, <laughs> y'all don't talk to me until you break my course record of 60. What, did you only play 15 holes that day? Uh, I just had to, <laughs> had to play all 18. Uh, Wait, Chris, do, well, you're at the course record at mini? Yeah. Really? Fake news. <laughs> I, I think everybody can tell just from... Yeah, 6 -0. Oh, that's, that's deep. It's doable. You can do it. Enjoy it. You'll have it for I about another four double, hours. I 63, but I, I, did not, I, uh, I hold out like four times. I, I think everybody can tell just from this conversation, these guys love to have a lot of fun, and I appreciate all of you taking the time out of your busy schedules to come chat with us for a little bit. Thank of you. course. Thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. That was, that was fun. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. A Salute to Our Heroes Benefit is being presented by Wings of Valor Lodge. It's Thursday, March 24th at the South Dakota Military Heritage Alliance on Russell Street in Sioux Falls. Chef Dominique's catering will serve dinner. Jeff Gould will be the featured keynote speaker, and there'll be live and silent auctions. You'll hear stories from World War II, Vietnam, and Afghanistan. A Salute to Our Heroes, March 24th, presented by Wings of Valor Lodge. Buy your tickets today at salutetoourheroes.org. You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball. Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue, and you can use, like, anything as a ball. Cans, bottles, shoes. Hey, bro, toss me that avocado. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Underage drinking and driving, the ultimate party foul. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. She was only 15. 
There were tantrums, violent outbursts, screaming, school was sliding, and her circle of friends had changed dramatically. We had tried counseling and finally brought her to Hope Harbor in Marshall, Minnesota. In a short period of time, we knew we had brought her to the right place. I'm John from Sioux Falls. Hope Harbor helps struggling girls and boys 12 through 17. When you think there's nothing more you can do, there is hope. Hope Harbor. Go to hopeharbormn.org. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank my guests Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, and Brady Calkins for joining us to talk about the Dakotas Tour. Full disclosure, I know every single one of those guys, and I know the hard work and effort that they put into doing what they do every day. It's a gift, and it's a joy to watch them every single week as well. And you can too. Just visit their website, dakotastour.com to find out where the next golf location is and how you can go out and support. That's dakotastour.com. Join us again next week for another edition of Sunday Focus. If you're driving on the interstate, a state highway, a county highway, through town, or on a gravel road, this message is for you. Buckle up. Don't skip the click. Crashes don't discriminate, they happen everywhere. Hi, I'm Trooper Peterson with the South Dakota Highway Patrol, reminding you that wearing your seatbelt is one of the best ways to protect yourself while driving. Buckle up, don't skip the click. This message brought to you by the South Dakota Highway Patrol and Results Town Square Media. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.